0: I'm Janine, and this is Outside the Box standing by to join me is writer and director Jessica Dornbush and Dornbush, and we're gonna talk about her film Rifa. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: As I said before we started, I really enjoyed this film. It was it was so well done on so many levels. And I had shared a little bit. I mean, I'm a writer, I have a little bit of an acting background. I mean, I was looking at everything and it just flowed so nicely. It was it was so well produced and written.
1: Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. It um it wasn't easy at our budget um to do everything we we wanted to accomplish, but at the end of the day, uh, it also helped that we were all Miami-based and we've all been in Miami for a long time. So there's a lot of of money that's on the screen that wasn't necessarily paid for in, it was paid for in love and favors and people opening their doors and their businesses and letting us shoot in places that we otherwise would have never been able to, to get at this budget.
0: Amazing. And when did you first decide to do this project?
1: So I I was introduced to Israel story about a year after he died and I, I met his family and his friends And it took me a little bit to wrap my head around what the story would be. Um, There was a lot of focus on his death and his case. And I really fell in love with his life. And I wanted to tell his story and the story of his family as immigrants to this country and coming here for all the right reasons, trying to do everything by the book. And unfortunately, you know, they had a very sad ending um, to their story. But I really did fall in love with the beauty of his life. He had just so much to give the world, so much he
0: wanted to say. and, And I really wanted to put that into a film. Of uh, the characters in the film, were they pretty much true to life? I mean, was there a love interest and all that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, the characters are, are are pretty pretty close to to reality almost on every front. um There was a love interest um she this this love interest in particular is a composite character of several stories of several different love interests that Israel had, but really kind of highlighting one that he
0: really had fallen in love with right before he passed away. Amazing. The casting was excellent. Did you cast or did someone else do the casting? Yeah, we had a couple
1: different casting directors. We had one in Miami, uh, who's also a producer on the film at Arenas. Mm-hmm. And then we had one out of Los Angeles. Um, and and the woman out of Los Angeles, Carla Hull, she had an associate who was from Miami. So, you know, when you're casting in LA, East Coast, West Coast Latinos are, are quite, quite a bit different in their accent and right. in their intonations and, and everything. And so sure. um, Natalie who worked for Carla was really good at, at kind of discerning the accents with me and and helping me find the people that really sounded Miami. Um, and then the two leads, actually, Tyler and Clara, who play uh, Israel and Frankie, mm-hmm. um, they were introduced by a mutual friend and and this friend had Tyler put himself on tape for me and I watched him. I actually watched him the first time without the sound on. And just his body movements and his spirit was just exactly what I was looking for, for Israel.
0: He was absolutely so charismatic on screen. And then the connection, you know, acting, it's just the eye contact, the connection, and you could just feel it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, he, he was incredible. And and they they were incredible as a couple. I actually, when I met them, I met them in person together. They're friends in real life. They're actually... Oh. Tyler's really close friends with Clara's boyfriend. Um, which you would think would make things easier, but it did make it trickier when it came to
0: <laughs> romantics. Yes. yes.
1: Um, but they were wonderful. And I think that their friendship really
0: um, comes through on, on the screen. It does. There were definitely, there was some kind of, there was a very strong connection. You don't always see, like sometimes I feel like some films, I feel like it's a little forced or it just doesn't seem natural. This was very natural.
1: Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. They, they'll really appreciate that.
0: So some people watching this might be thinking, okay, why is Jessica on Outside the Box? But I thought this would be a perfect fit because as we talked, sometimes people have second acts or third acts or fourth acts, but especially now with so many people out of work, if people are watching this and they are out of work and they're creative, they're a screenwriter, filmmaker, they have a project and they're thinking, I've lost my job. Maybe this is the time. What advice could you give?
1: I, I do believe this is the time. I mean, to be very honest, even from, from my perspective, if you told me I could go right into production right now on another film, I'm not sure this is the ideal moment for that. Yeah. Um, a, an independent film in, in particular, so hard to pull off to begin with that um, pulling it off under these conditions where your lead actor could get sick and, and you had to have the whole production shut down. I don't think it's conducive to that. What I do think it's conducive to is, is incredible creativity. Yeah. There's not a better moment in time to write, to read, create, think of something you'd like to adapt. Um, yeah. You don't often get like a pause on the world where yeah. you can't really do anything else. So, you know what, take advantage of the pause. I mean, that's what I've been doing.
0: I agree. I agree. I had mentioned to you, I, I wrote some stuff last spring. I mean, some stuff I submit, it doesn't get through, you know, it doesn't get accepted. Some stuff does, but you don't yeah. know if, unless you go for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, the projection's is tough. You know, look, it it took seven years to get this film off the ground. Um, It's it's a long time. It was it was particularly heartbreaking in this case because there was a real family there that I had to go back to every time that we were about to get into production. And then it fell apart Mm -hmm. um, because that's what happens on films. Financing comes together. Financing falls apart. Um, but now to go back to Israel's family every time and say, no, again, it fell apart. Somebody didn't want to put the money. It almost in their eyes devalued the importance of their son's story. And, and that just kind of added an extra layer. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, the the rejection is, is brutal in this industry. you got to make sure that you really want to tell this. I mean, you want, you want to tell a story. You want to be in this, in this business. You want to make movies. I mean, there's a price to pay.
0: Right. And how do they feel now?
1: You know, there. I actually just spoke to the mom, um, uh, Israel's mom, Jacqueline, and and we've stayed close like throughout all these years. Um, it's tricky, you know. I, I don't. I don't know that they want to watch the film. I think she she really had a hard time watching the trailer. Even
0: yeah,
1: look, I in, I couldn't even imagine being in her shoes. I also have a daughter and a son, and and yeah. God forbid, I'm not. They've been incredibly generous, telling me all of Israel's stories, opening their home to our production, showing us his artwork, let, letting them copy everything. But I'm sure there's a part of her inside that would like to seal it all up and hold it tightly and just keep it for herself, you know? Sure.
0: Yeah. I love the whole um, artistry of what it is he did. Yeah. I mean, people just overlook that. It's, yeah. it's incredibly creative
1: it is it is i mean in in and he, look he was he was an, a true artist for him whether it was poetry or it was graffiti it didn't matter it was just another another mechanism towards expression mm-hmm. um but yeah the graffiti movement and the street art movement in miami in particular has really been eye-opening for for most of the world um we have a neighborhood here called Wynwood and there's these major walls and every year during Art Basel which is a huge contemporary art fair the walls get redone by some of the best graffiti artists in the world and um it's it's a major production and and there's so much art that goes into it that I'm glad that the world is finally recognizing that it's not just people trying to destroy private property yes you
0: know. every year I hear about Art Basel, because my aunt, who went to Syracuse, she uh, was an interior design major. She goes to Art Basel and she hangs out with her roommate from Syracuse. Uh, <laughs> and I always hear about it. it. Yeah, yeah, I want to go some year. I
1: really want to go. It's really incredible. I mean, the whole city. You know, Miami isn't um, the most cultural city. Um, it's you know, it it and and it's gotten a bad reputation, you know, for just being a party town. But the truth is that Art Basel has elevated the city. I mean, infinitely, right. and, and there's just art everywhere. There's satellite fairs, there's small little exhibits, there's, the, like I'm saying, the street artists and graffiti artists creating all over
0: Wynwood. I mean, it really is a beautiful time in Miami. Amazing. So yeah. I loved your backstory, and I want you to share a little bit how this was not your initial industry, because for people that are out of work or yeah. you know working remotely, struggling, it's okay to have... Another career, another thing. So, tell us about what you were doing before this.
1: Yeah, and not not only that, but but the truth is is I am a mom and I'm a wife, and mm-hmm. you know I, I've chosen to live in Miami where where my family is. Um, so it hasn't it hasn't been easy, and it, it not necessarily um, after my first film, I assumed okay that that was it. The first one was the hardest to get made. The second one will just kind of piggyback on that one. Not so much. I mean, yeah, maybe if I was living in Los Angeles and I was consistently working out there and schmoozing and partying and doing all the things that you're really supposed to be doing, um, that would have been easy, but the journey was difficult and it was difficult while being a mother and, and, and a wife and not bringing all those emotions of rejection and the ups and downs home every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I was in, in high school and college, I was a big debater. Um, we we had won a lot of championships and um, I debated all the way through uh, and I the plan was law school. Um, and one day I, I just took a film class just because I thought, let me just take something that I just like, that is yeah. not, you know, it's not only with like a goal in mind. And I, I loved it. And I started to think, well, why why can't I work towards something that I'm working towards and I'm really enjoying every part of the journey and I'm not just focused on the destination. Yes. Um, And I did. And every time I sit down with new characters on my little laptop, I, I enjoy the journey. I really do.
0: That's when I'm happiest. So. That's a great escapism too. Let's face it. Creating those worlds, those characters.
1: hundred percent. Listen, it's been a, it's been a rough year, you know? And so why can't you either make something up or read something that inspires you and, take those moments for yourself and create your own world. I mean, there's, right. there's happiness in that. And and used yes. to say, which is the joy you're supposed to have.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, and there's so much to be learned right now in COVID. I mean, I feel like I have learned so much from the over 250 strangers I've met like yourself online, <laughs> like these life lessons, these journeys. Um, you know, if you had told me I'd be doing my radio show remotely and switch it to video, I'd, I'd, think oh come on you know but it's been a blessing.
1: Yeah yeah Yeah. I I think there's been blessings all over this journey for the world um, as a whole I mean for me in particular once we I I wrapped the film literally a week before the pandemic shut the world down and we were supposed to premiere it then and there was a lot of stress going into the premiere and finally the the city of Miami closed the city down and, and we weren't able to have our premiere and there was a lot of silver linings everywhere. I mean, it was, it was very devastating for all of us that we were ready to show the film to the world after so much work, but there was, yeah. But you know what, at the end of the day, there was, there was beauty in the stillness that came after that. Mm -hmm. Um, And just feeling that I I could just stop and breathe and and take those moments. And I I think, I I hope society as a whole
0: takes that as a lesson. I hope so. I do. I do talk to a lot of filmmakers and I feel like, in some way it's been better for them to be virtual yeah because you you haven't had to fly to every city i mean of course that's exciting right for the film festivals but it's it's just a totally different way to look at it
1: it is it's a totally different way and listen it's like anything else i mean you can sit here and and um and focus on the things that didn't happen in the way that they didn't happen or just assume that your path was meant for something different right. um and I think hopefully with this film and the timing with, with George Floyd and everything that's happening in Minnesota right now, um, the, the world is in a, in a good place to, to look at stories like this and understand the lessons behind them and, and appreciate it. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Um, we, when I asked you about what you used to do, was there pushback from like family or people going, wait a minute, you're a lawyer. What are you doing?
1: yeah there was a lot of pushback there's still a lot of pushback it's been 20 years and my parents are still asking if it's too late for me to go back to law school
0: oh god
1: Um, oh I think so yeah but but you know no I mean they love it and they're so proud of the film and um but it 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 took a while And listen and it's what I'm saying to you I mean law and law school I mean there's definitely a much straighter easier path you know
0: right Um, not as fulfilling though at times not as fulfilling Listen, for me, at least, no. For
1: other people, maybe, you know. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Miami. Oh, you um, did grow up in Uruguay. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. My, my parents were immigrants here from, from Uruguay, and I grew up in Miami my whole life. Amazing. And did you go to school there as well? No, I went to
0: school in Boston, Boston University. Oh, so did I. Oh, did you really? For grad school, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's where hard. I got my doctorate.
1: Oh, okay, that's incredible. I went to the the. I started off in the arts and sciences, studying international relations, and then moved to the communication school and graduated in film.
0: Amazing! I love yeah. it. And then, where did you get your law degree?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't end up going to law school. I I oh, cut out group. before I started. Yeah, oh,
0: okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's why they're hoping I'll go back.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
0: Don't always sleep yeah. so well during COVID. <laughs>
1: there's a cure for that, but it has to stay it at when we're done recording. <laughs> okay.
0: So I want to ask you, cause I I've been very careful about what I've asked you about the film. Cause I don't want to give so much away, but is there anything you want to tell people without giving it all away?
1: You know, I, I, I really, I would tell people that it's a love story. It's, it's a, it's a story about art and passion and kids in Miami growing up on the streets of Miami and skateboarding. And it's, it's a love letter to the city of Miami. I mean, we really shot in places that I don't think anybody has shot before. I mean, we, we were all locals on the cruise. So we kind of went in and out of the city as we pleased. Um, And yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's, it's a movie about a beautiful life Um, and, and hopefully
0: they'll enjoy it. It definitely is. Where can people find out more about you and the film?
1: Um, me? I, I mean, they can call me at home. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Google, I guess. Um, the film is going to be available this Friday. Uh, it's going to be in theaters and video on demand. Uh, I believe it's Apple and iTunes and Amazon, Google. I think all the platforms. And
0: Amazing. Surreal, right?
1: Very, very surreal. I, I've been, I've been trying to catch my breath all week and just take in the moment a little bit. Yeah, very surreal. I
0: love it. Well, congratulations. I really enjoyed this. Uh, what an accomplishment.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I love the conversation. Thank you.
0: You're welcome.